Welcome back to the Future of an MT podcast, the most efficient and realist podcast in the NFT world. I'm your host, Jared. Today, we are back with a banger. This episode is very insightful. It was just fun, just overall to record. Uh, Shnejana was, again, a great guest. I really tried my best not to slaughter her name. Like, again, she has a very unique name in a good way. I just... I, I don't have that the accent that she has, right? So it, it doesn't come off like as eloquently, right? But I'm going to try my best. <laughs> so uh, Shnejana, I hope you don't uh, get mad here. But here we go. So today we have Shnejana Paderna. She's an art director and pioneer in the field of fashion and technology. After completing her cybersecurity and high technology education, she studied fashion design and creative entrepreneurship at the Parsons School of Design. She was one of the first artists to use 3D printing to produce everyday clothes and runway looks. She collaborated with NVIDIA GeForce, presenting their fashion collection for gamers at the Mercedes-Benz Fashion Show. Shnejana participated in the project by Parsons and Intel, as well as presenting her products at the high-profile exhibition Manus X Machine at the Metropolitan Museum in New York and on display at the show from Harvard University. Additionally, she participated in creating the GS3 orthopedic corset with a dynamically changing level of back support, which brought to the team a victory at the international competition of wearable technologies reshape in Barcelona. As an art director, Shnejana brings the latest technology to the world of fashion and film while merging the latest advancements in digital fashion, AR, VR, real-time rendering, and wearable tech. Her latest works include directing 3D animated cinematics and VR films using Unreal Engine. Again, this episode, it's a spicy one. Please enjoy the show. Awesome. Alrighty. Well, we can go ahead and get started today. We have a very special guest today. We have Miss Snezhana Paterina. Snezhana, welcome to the show. Hey, hello. Awesome. So I want to go ahead and get started with take me just take me to I often find that this is like the sweet spot for just like a lot of people in their careers. This is where like where they figure out what they want to do. Uh, you know, like just what do I want to do for my career path? What am I interested in? So take me back to like maybe like high school. Like what what are you thinking? Like what's what's your career path? What do you want to do? Like, how is that for you? Oh, yeah, it's a good question. Well, definitely, I, um, I changed a lot of career paths, but they all were in the same direction. So in school, I always wanted to be a programmer since I was eight or nine years old. Hmm. Um, I watched The Matrix and Hackers. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I decided that I want to be a programmer for sure. And actually... I became a programmer. <laughs> I went to study information security and I was really into it, into computers uh, and everything. Uh, but at some point 
I decided that I want to do something more creative. And I just uh, chose fashion. And I chose fashion because uh, there is so much you can do in the fashion industry at the same time. Because like I'm the person who likes to do, uh, you know, to get my hands dirty <laughs> in business in all directions. And in fashion, you can do the designs and, uh, you know, and photos and business side of it. Um, so my only question was how to... Uh, join computer science and fashion because I didn't uh, want to leave computers uh, altogether. Yeah, so I came up with fashion tech for myself. Got it. And so around what age would you say you kind of made that pivot? Um, I would say around only 20, 20 years old. And it wasn't an easy decision, for sure. Uh, it was a lot of struggle. And before I completely went into fashion industry, I actually decided to test it a little bit uh, no. to see my abilities. And I opened fashion brand <laughs> with no <Got> education, <laughs> with uh, no experience, uh, because I thought, you know, what can be difficult in it? And um, it actually it went pretty well, uh, but then I realized that I need a proper education to uh-huh. to not be um, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. yeah, I'm just curious. Like, did you get any pushback from like family or anything? They're like, "Hey, like you you did this. Now you want to go to fashion." Like, did anybody like tell you anything? Uh, I would say the tech community. Yeah, my. Okay classmates uh from university you know uh because uh, all the coders were like what why fashion is like <laughs> do you want to do dresses after you <laughs> did uh, like antiviruses and <laughs> stuff um but you know i reassured everyone that i'm still using technologies in my yep. fashion design uh and actually i did a few cases that were um very uh, I would say like innovational at the time, yep. got some good publicity for it. And uh, it, it really, it reassured me that it, it is really worth uh, exploring. Got it. So you were one of the pioneers in using like 3d printing to create like everyday clothes, like runway looks. So like, how, how did you come up with the idea to blend the two? And like, what what are like some challenges that you face like in the early days of like just starting all this or even just like thinking about all of it? I got into 3D modeling. I always wanted to try it. And to be honest, I was afraid of 3D modeling more than I was afraid of programming because that uh-huh. never worried me. <laughs> but 3D modeling, you know, seemed very kind of alien and hard like completely different industry so i wanted to use uh, to try it right to use it and uh, it just naturally came to the idea that oh i might need to try it in clothes and it was um, uh, i think a year after the first 3d printed dress came up in the u.s mm. um it was uh, dita fanti's 3d printed dress um interesting uh yeah very great project yeah so i did that uh, actually as a part of um 
submission competition for Parsons School of Design in New York. Got it. Uh, yeah, because they have this creative competition and you have to do, you know, 25 pieces for your portfolio plus three for the competition. Oh, and okay. I, yeah, I tried, let's say, like I put some effort into it. So I did 3D printing pieces and uh, 3D fashion show. Interesting. That's super cool. So I'm sorry to jump back to it, but I'm just, I'm thinking about when you're talking about you were doing uh, like coding and stuff like that. What, mm-hmm. what exactly, like what were you coding? Or like what, like what were you working on? Um, in, so first of all, I was interested in web security. So it's, oh. it was all about security mostly. Uh, websites, servers, stuff like that. I worked as a web programmer. Uh, for websites, PHP, <laughs> the language, and so on. And university, I got into the research of um, antiviruses. We actually, we did a neural network back in school a long time ago. I wouldn't say how much uh, time ago. Uh, and yeah, so we did neural network that analyzes behavior uh, of viruses to predict if it's virus or not. Interesting. Interesting. So now just fast forward a little bit. So can you tell me more about presenting like a fashion collection for the gamers at the Mercedes-Benz fashion show? Oh, yeah, that was insane. Uh, insane idea, you know. Um, so when uh, the first RTX uh, card by NVIDIA GeForce um, came out, uh, th- that was their first consumer-grade ray tracing video card. So a big event, uh-huh. and they, their, I think their marketing department, they decided to uh, try to get into fashion industry, and that was super interesting because I had to do something that's gonna be appealing for such different audiences, yeah. gamers and fashion insiders, and you know <laughs> both of this audience are not easy. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, Fashion insiders is the whole world and gamers too. Uh, and I think we did great, um, especially NVIDIA GeForce. They uh, organized um, part of the show, not actually, actually a runway show, but in the same venue. They organized a space where they invited a very famous e-sportsman um, mm. and... Uh, cosplayers and this esports uh, teams are were so famous that i <laughs> i had my fangirl moment you know in <laughs> the moment because i i played dota for many yeah. years um yeah so in this space so professional players could play against the models or the guests that was super fun and uh, yeah, in the show itself, uh, I did techware collection. Um, we used a lot of technologies uh, while producing it. So we used 3D printing, um, laser cutting, digital printing. So I did some 3D models that we printed on a fabric. Yeah. Um, and we used some advanced trims for the clothes interesting that's super interesting so again like i was i was telling you beforehand like i again i don't know anything about fashion so when <laughs> when we're talking about like fashion tech or like 
I guess like the wearables, like what, cause I'm thinking mm-hmm. about like a shirt that like has activations and stuff like that. Is that wrong or is that like on the rise or I, I mean, I don't even know, like. What? Uh, it, it is one of the sites, you know? Um, so fashion tech is actually pretty multifaceted industry. Um, it can be either technologies that you use in production um, and it uh, usually is about sportswear. You know, sportswear is the most advanced if we're talking about technologies. Uh, it can be fabrics that regulate your, um, your temperature mm. or like body fluids or whatever. Yeah. Um, also, so it's, it's the first thing. Then it can be technologies that you uh, use uh, in your garments, like you said, uh, wearables. Uh, and this can be sensors or maybe some screens, uh, buttons. Yeah. Um, I really like uh, soft robotics uh, direction. That's also very interesting. Like when you have all electronics, not as a, um, you know, boards <laughs> or uh, like real plastic buttons, but it, it is soft, um, oh. but it is uh, functional. <laughs> So that that's very fun. Uh, it, so it's one side, these two methods of production. And the third, I would say it's software, um, because what you see with, the, for example, augmented reality in e-commerce, that's mm-hmm. also fashion tech. And there are many more startups in this direction, in uh, marketing, um, how you use technologies to mar- market, basically. Yeah. Interesting. No, that, that makes sense. Um, so this is kind of a random question, but I just want to get your take on it. And this just you take it wherever you want, just whatever you think about it. Just what do you think about just the metaverse and, and like how far do you think we are from it? Like, when do you think people are actually going to be in the metaverse? Just like what's your take on it? Uh, I love metaverse because I love gaming. <laughs> um it's an interesting question. Uh, it seems like metaverses already existed before. Uh, for example, Second Life. Uh, have you heard of this video game? I have not. I have not. Uh, so it is very similar to metaverse. So you have an avatar and you can buy clothing items or build a house there. And it's been on the market for, um, I'm afraid to the mistake but i think around like 10 to 15 years (laughs) a long time um but what happened now what makes metaverses metaverses uh, is the economy like the moment nft uh, you know came out to the market and the moment it became a thing um it gave and and web 3.0 uh so the economy makes it alive. So you have your avatar and you can buy and sell things. And you, you so you have your property. Um, so that's very important. And I see a lot of potential in it. Um, I do think that probably metaverses became um, like hyped <laughs> or oh, became yeah. too popular too early. Yep. Uh, it didn't give time to um, develop 
in a like natural pace. Um, so right now, when you go to metaverses, you see a lot of advertisement, and yeah. it's uh, it's it's bothering, right? Uh, I think if uh, this process would be like like a little bit slower um, and more natural, organic, that would be much better. Uh, Actually, I think the same thing happened with wearables. You know, at some point, uh, wearables um, got this, uh, again, hype uh -huh. uh, too quickly. And a lot of people were interested, like, oh, what it is? So are we going to 3D print clothes with one push of a button? Uh, am I going to be like Star Trek style <laughs> person now? And it didn't uh, happen, and the um, wider audience got disappointed, and it kind of tainted the wearables name. So I think the same with metaverse. But I still really believe in it because it uh, gives us new, um, new way of interacting with each other online. 100%. And. And, you know, I can see it. So uh, at the company, I, I work as an art, art director at the virtual production. And all of our co-workers are spread around the globe. Uh, we have, I don't know, maybe like 10 different countries uh, in our uh, company. So sometimes we have meetings in Metaverse. Oh, and okay. it, it is so much different from Zoom calls, for example. <laughs> Yep. or discord because on you know on this everyday zoom calls or discord everyone is very um i don't know like relaxed yeah <laughs> but when we get to metaverse and you can see these people standing around you yep. uh so people already like think twice before going forward it's, yep. it seems like super real uh when people hang out in space they uh form circles for real <laughs> so it's very interesting to just to see huh that is interesting um so what what would you say like what what brands do you think are doing it right like do you see any brands that you're like eh like they're not really eh, like or is there any brands that you're like oh they're they're nailing it on the head they're they're going in the right direction like what, what's your take there oh uh, this question is hard to answer because okay. I'm very bad with names, <laughs> okay. maybe better not. Um, definitely some dig uh, digital fashion brands. I see a lot of them. I follow them on Instagram. just don't remember their names right now. Okay, gotcha. Um, gotcha. But I would say maybe like The Fabricant. Yeah, I would, okay. would name it. Okay, I was going to say, like, is there any, like, brand that's doing something cool that you think is, like, oh, shit, like, that's pretty cool? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure there's, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of them. Yeah, I just can't think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 it's all good. Uh, we can come back to it. Mm -hmm. Um. So, now I'm just curious about just you, like, your own creative process. Like, some people, they want to go to the park, they want to put a little, um, like a, a mat down and they want to do some yoga and that's how they get in their their zen that's how they can think right some people like to go to a coffee shop like how is that for you like how do you how would you say that you get like your 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 creative process or your creative juices flowing however you call it 
Oh, it's it's very hard to get these juices flowing, <laughs> for sure. Um, man, you know, I've been working for a long time. And um, I remember when I got into the art school, um, teachers told us that um, we can't wait for this moment of inspiration mm. because we will have to go to work every day. <laughs> and somehow <laughs> produce this creative work every day. Um, so I would say uh, after all these years, um, it's just part of the way I operate. <laughs> I don't know, it's everyday, everyday thing. But uh, for me, uh, I always um, turn off all notifications uh, because I can't be like talking and creating at the same time. That's for sure. Interesting. Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, talking about inspiration, I would say, um, you know, mid journey in inspires me, but uh, not in the way that uh, inspires for some um, specific images, for example, uh -huh. but um, you know, when I see what it creates and I look at the explore page, for example, it is so inspiring. Also, I like uh, to look at shot deck. Uh, it's a website where you can see uh, like different uh, still frames from movies. Okay. Um, so like a lot of visual information from different areas. Also, I have books uh, on architecture. I really love architecture. Uh, so just to flip through the book. Uh, it actually gives great this creative push got it got it that's cool i like that you're like i wake up every day creative i don't i don't need a coffee <laughs> i don't need you <laughs> um i don't know coffee coffee i need but for oh, survival okay. it's survival question <laughs> it's got different got it got it um so my next question is like just talking about like ai like I've messed around on Dolly, Mid Journey. Like, what, what what's some of your favorite AI tools? Like, what do you think? What do you think's up next? Like, what what's your what's your take there? Uh, my favorite, uh, well, Mid Journey and ChatGPT. Uh -huh. I I use them differently, and uh, I've been following Mid Journey's um, development, you know, over the last I think year and a half, uh, and it, it's great. You know, it's mind blowing, even yeah. when you know how it works from inside out, it's still mind blowing. Yep. Uh, so love that. Uh, Chat GPT, uh, they're the latest generation really shocked me uh -huh. <laughs> and, and still uh, I like the way it analyzes data, uh, not just, you know, writing articles or stuff like this, but ask uh, ChatGPT to analyze something for you. For example, I try to analyze my scripts, the one that I write. So mm. I give it a script and I ask it to find some weaknesses from viewers' uh, standpoint. Yeah. Uh, and it is amazing. Like It gives yeah. you very definitive, very specific advice how to uh, you know, improve your script. <laughs> Yep. It's, it's great. Yeah, no, uh, that's, yeah, go ahead. But what I'm waiting from AI, uh, and I know a lot of my colleagues would disagree, but <laughs> I really wait 
AI that can make 3D models with good uh, topology, so good on the technical side. Uh, but, you know, some uh, AIs like this already exist, but uh -huh. they're in the very early development state. Got but it. I wish we could do 3D models. Yeah, and so, and so you're talking about like you enter in, um, maybe you enter a picture and you say, make this a 3D model. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, yes. Oh, I was going to say, that's funny that you said that because I literally was trying to do something like that and it would just was not doing it. Now, <laughs> come on. I thought you were better. Uh, so. Yes, yes. And, you know, a lot of my colleagues, 3D artists, they're like, oh, no, 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 please don't do it. <laughs> We're gonna get out of work. But this is not true. You know, we still have writers and uh, lawyers <laughs> and other people yeah. and artists not going anywhere. But it would make our work so much faster and easier. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. So I'm curious about your like some of your projects maybe involved involving like 3D animated cinematics, uh, VR films using like Unreal Engine. Like, can you talk to me about that? Um, yeah. So right now I work as a cinematics director. Um, so basically, it's a film director, but in computer graphics, uh, and we use Unreal Engine. And you know, Unreal Engine and Unity used to be just uh, game engines purely. But uh, for the past few years, Unreal Engine really went hard into filmmaking. So now it's both like filmmaking tool and yep. game engine. Uh, and it's amazing. <laughs> um, you know, once I um, did an like, online event uh, with uh, my students, and I, I remember they counted that I said Unreal Engine like 17 times in 10 minutes. <laughs> so that's how much I love it. Um, so, yeah, right now we, uh, me and the virtual production, uh, we work on the uh, author film. That's like independent film, non-commercial um, that we do for festivals and uh, just for the the whole audience um it's a it's short fashion film uh made entirely in unreal engine hmm. mm, so interesting i actually meant to ask you about this earlier can you tell me a little bit about the the gs3 uh orthopedic corset yes yes so that was a wearable wearable okay. piece um, yeah, me and my collaborator, Nikita Replyansky, um, we did this project for a competition. Uh, it was a competition in Barcelona, Spain, uh, for wearables, and we got the first place. Interesting. That was, that was nice. Um, yeah, so what we did, we, um, we took uh, an object that... Um, has um, a little bit of stigma around it, uh, orthopedic corset, right? Um, and we decided to, first of all, make it fashionable and like get it out of this normal, uh, you know, orthopedic corset world like, and normalize it because people usually hide it under clothes. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was the first uh, thing. Uh, but the most importantly, we did uh, 
we made a device that uh, helps you through physical rehabilitation. So okay. using uh, AI, it adjusts um, the quality and like the degree of support for your spine. And this way, uh, taking input from the doctors, uh, it can give uh, these muscles around the spine their function back. So because what you need in physical rehabilitation is uh, not like the constant support, but uh, getting back the original um, support that the muscles provide. Got it. I love that. I mean, we're, you're talking about healthcare, fashion, tech. Like, I love <laughs> um, So, So now tell me, so just curious, like what, who, I know we ta- we touched on it very little bit, but like inspirations, mm-hmm. like who's in, in the field of fashion, tech, like who's any influences that like had any, I guess, does, did anybody have any influence like on your work? Uh, I would, so first, um, I was always inspired by video games, okay. <laughs> if it counts. Okay, if it's not people, yeah, but, okay. but people made it, so it counts. Yep. Uh, video games. So Mass Effect. I collected art books for Mass Effect, and that's what gave me an idea to go into fashion, because I've seen one of the characters in this art book. I thought that she was beautiful, and... Uh. Uh, I decided I want to do the same. Uh, then architecture. Um, uh, my favorite architect is Zaha Hadid. I really love her works. Um, and I dream to visit every uh, major building she did in the world. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, talking about filmmaking, I would say... Um, Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. <laughs> I really like thrillers. Uh-huh. Um, and fashion. I like Balenciaga. Okay. okay. Uh, but I, <laughs> I don't mean Balenciaga brand as it is right now, but Balenciaga from whose name uh, the brand called. So Balenciaga himself. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, because I feel that um, he felt beauty on such deep level. And um, to be honest, I think that we need more beauty in our lives. And I know that sometimes it's against the trends. uh, And, you know, uh, sometimes uh, ugliness is is a trend in fashion. Uh And it's you know, it's totally fine, but I love this elegance and beauty that uh, is possible to create. I love it. I love it. So just, can you share like your vision for the future of fashion? Like, what do you, like, what type of trends do you see going on right now? Like, what are you excited Mm -hmm. about? Oh, I'm very excited about um, Apple Vision Pro. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm so waiting for it, uh, and especially for the content that we can create as uh, digital designers or 3D artists. Um, I wish that uh, I'm not sure it's going to be this particular device, but uh, augmented reality. I think that's the future, and uh, 
Because, you know, augmented reality is the easiest thing that the customer is agreed to try. Uh, it happened with Snapchat filters um, right. uh, or Instagram masks, you know, it's all augmented reality uh, and people are ready to try it. So imagine if we had these devices, like every one of us, uh, we could see other people on the streets uh, in some amazing futuristic <laughs> cyberpunk clothes uh, or whatever. Uh, so for example, you're wearing a hoodie or a t-shirt, but you have some specific marker on it and other people on the street could see you in a, I don't know, in a flashy cyberpunk jacket, for example. I think that would be nice. Yeah, no, that's, that's super cool. That's funny. You talked about the Snapchat. That's actually so true. I didn't even think about that. I remember like doing the, like, the, do you remember the, the dog face? You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> I think that was like one of the, <laughs> everyone always used that one. I remember, I just remember that one. So yeah, that we yes. adopted pretty quick and like, we just, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, what, Jared, what does it tell about us as a society that the most successful augmented reality case is a dog face, which is true. Yeah. 100%. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. And then like now on like Instagram or even like TikTok, like you can just do all these little things. Like I think my girlfriend the other day was like, she was showing me something and like our whole apartment was like underwater. It had like this <laughs> underwater effect. Like our cat was underwater. Like, I don't know. It was just crazy, but um but yeah no that that makes sense you know i really um i'm waiting what this uh device is gonna do for filmmaking um mm. i think i i've seen it in apple vision pro ad um i think it was that um that you're sitting in your apartment and you see your apartment and from the all your doors or windows in your room where you sit right now like zombies try, uh, starting to oh, coming yeah. in and i thought wow this is genius like imagine you can put person in your film by yep. making it interactive and make zombies or fashion models like <laughs> we're talking about fashion tech yeah. fashion models <laughs> coming into your room um i think it has like endless possibilities interesting yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Actually, I just had a question for you. Why Apple Vision Pro and not MetaQuest 3 or just, is just uh, any preference there or is it just? Um, do you think they're the same in functionality? I'm not I, sure. I don't know, honestly. I couldn't even, I couldn't really tell. I'm uh, not sure. Uh, because, um... For some reason, I thought that Apple Vision Pro is more accustomed uh, or designed for AR. Got it. I'm not sure, I'm not sure though, because okay. uh, I'm a big fan of MetaQuest. I have oh. uh, MetaQuest 2. I use it all the time. I try to use it for sports, <laughs> <laughs> even for sports. Yeah, and I, I released the VR film uh, for MetaQuest 2. Um, I want to try both. Got it. Yeah. Session. Both. <laughs> I got think. it. Yes. Got it. Cool. Yeah. No, I was just, I was just wondering. Um, so that's cool. So what, what's something just in the next few months within the next year, like what projects are you working on? Like, what are you excited about? Like what, what gets you going? Like, what are you, what are you excited about? 
Um, yeah, so as I mentioned before, I'm doing this film uh, on Unreal Engine, and I think it's gonna take another maybe half year. Uh, so that's where all my creative um, powers are going into, uh, because it's not going to be the only uh, short film. Uh, I'm building an ecosystem around the story. So the storytelling, the most important thing there. And I won't give you spoilers, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be fashion film, uh, a little bit cyberpunk, um, located in very beautiful places. <laughs> no. Um, and, and it's very philosophical. It's about transhumanism. Um, and uh, anti-fragility. I really like these topics. Um, so I'm going to release a digital fashion collection uh, as a part of this film and separately as well. Um, the film itself, uh, a metaverse experience, um, and hopefully some good exhibitions. Got it. That's, so. that's, that's awesome. I like that. So just for the next generation of people right you're you've done crazy things crazy awards like you're working on crazy stuff like what <laughs> what would you tell the next maybe i guess if you had a, a, a little brother or sister that was maybe 15 or 20 that wanted to get into fashion tech like what is something that you tell them to look at or or to be aware of like what what would you tell them um you know the very first advice is to not to be afraid to dream big I, like I think it. that's, the, you know, it's the most important thing in life, but uh, also in um, innovational uh, or in, in innovative industries, right? Um, you have to imagine unimaginable things. You, um, as a designer, you have to combine some things that already exist. People invented them, not you, uh, but you try to put them together in such a um, a mix that people never seen before so um yeah so dream big and uh be curious i think uh, curiosity is the most important thing um because all this uh interesting you know collaborations uh innovations projects and research it all uh comes from uh, interdisciplinary disciplinary approach <laughs> that, that that was hard, hard to pronounce um yeah you always have to either collaborate or research uh into different uh industries for example fashion goes well with chemistry hmm. like um fashion tech yeah because you can use uh ferro fluid to create your garment Mm. Uh, you can use uh, maybe some ink that changes color depending on uh, light or your body temperature, for example. And, uh, you know, collaborations with physics or coders. Yeah, so curiosity. The Got most it. Important. I love that. That was, that was perfect. Literally, dream big, stay <laughs> curious. I love it. Um, so one one more question for you. Who who's like a dream collaboration? Like who's who's someone you would love to work with? Like what 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 do you think there? 
Mm, are you asking about the biggest dream? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The biggest, yeah? <laughs> okay. Um, I want to say hello <laughs> to the uh, NASA. Um, <laughs> if you know them, please say hi from me. Um, yeah, uh, actually, NASA would be my uh, dream collaborator. That is I would, wow. Yeah. No, that's um, I just was not expecting that. Like that's actually, <laughs> that, that makes sense. You're you really mean dream big. I like it. <laughs> cool. Oh, but I think it is possible, you know. No, Especially if if you uh, if you are in the US and you know you have some good ideas. I think it's totally possible, especially with the Mars program. 100%. Um, yeah. No, I I agree. Like I'm not even I'm I'm being real. I agree. <laughs> and and, and or uh you're just your work website and everything like 100 it'll be futuristic it's just it's good looking so 100 i think thank you be honored to work with you <laughs> oh you think i should uh, message them on linkedin try. that's awesome so yeah nasa go ahead and just <laughs> um but well this was an awesome podcast Again, I really appreciate you for coming on. We're definitely gonna have to do a follow up in the next six months to a year, just see what you got going on. Um, but yeah, again, I appreciate you for joining me today. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. And all your links and everything will be in the show notes. So if anybody wants to go ahead and check that out, all that info will be down below. <laughs> you enjoy the rest of your week and I will catch up with you soon. Yes, thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm a 90s baby. Lately, I've been going crazy. I've been going crazy lately. I've been going crazy, crazy. Yeah, I've been going crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been getting paper, paper. Made a hole in without a motherfucking major label. Yeah, they like clock, you major. I just set a new set of poles on a new Mercedes.